podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. I have no Woo-hoo. idea. Woo-hoo. I think it's 14. Episode? No. Yes. Season 2. Yes! Episode 1. Season 2, episode 1. I'm excited. Guys, we had to take a little break. Yeah. Get our lives together. Regroup. Yes. So many things have happened in the last like three weeks. It's insane. We had to plan out all of our season two episodes. I'm so excited. We have some really good stuff coming for you guys. And really funny guests and really good people and such good content. I'm so excited. It's going to be so Me much too. fun. Me too. I'm not going to lie though. I needed the break to just, you know, yeah. get all the things in order. Yes. What? Tell all the people and me. Not that I don't know already. No, you don't. We haven't talked in so long, Carly. I know. I went on vacation, and then I came back, and we've just all been doing so many things, and you've been busy as heck. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you. Yeah. What's going on? I am... My life revolves around baseball these days. Heck, so last yeah. time we talked to our friends here. Yes. <laughs> our listener our friends. Our listeners. That's what they are. Um, I was talking about how Ryder was starting baseball. Well, we've progressed and we tried out for the all-star team. I say we because I did so much. But <laughs> You did so much cheerleading, I Mom. I did. <laughs> like crying from the stands, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but Ryder made the all-star team. Yes, he did. Yeah, boy. So now we're doing all-stars and league. So basically we do baseball like six days a week. We yep. travel every weekend. It's crazy. And um, how much money is this? like league like you have to go out of state or I guess out of town every single weekend so not every weekend we have a couple of breaks um but we went to Missoula then we're going to Spokane then we go to Hamilton then we come to Helena and then um if they make like state and then regionals it's um I don't know where state is it's not in Helena though and then regionals is in this is in Oregon um, oh my gosh if they were to advance which they won't um it would be we're in from Florida, Florida. right yeah. But so there, um, I had no idea how expensive, I mean, I did because when I signed up, obviously. Yeah. They tell you like the basic rundown of like what it is. There's a lot of money involved, (laughs) which is fine. Like I cannot tell you how much it has already done for Ryder. I could sit here and spend the whole hour talking about how great it's been for him. Like watching him. It's going to make me cry. Yeah. He's made so many friends. It's helping his self-confidence. Yeah, he like, seemed way more confident. Even just me coming in the house today, he yeah. was, like, just so confident oh, yeah. in his skin. It, it was crazy. It has been such a good three weeks. I'm so excited for the rest of the season. Yes. It's been a lot of fun. You guys, literally, Lindsay's family is so nice. Like, <laughs> Grayson and Harper are obsessed with Ryder's cousins and just play all the time. And Lindsay's parents are just, like, Aww. so accepting. It's so crazy. Top of all my baseball fun stuff. <laughs> Keep in mind, Lindsay works full time too. <laughs> right. Um, Until five every day. No, four thirty. Um, but my cookie business has blown up. I do not know what's happening. I do not know why people like my cookies. I don't know why people like me. I don't know. <laughs> it is because, guys. Let's reassure it. It is you are a bad beach. Beach. You are a bad beach. And. People like your cookies because you're good at what you do. Well, I'm learning that. I'm like booked up for the summer almost. But anyways, yeah, life is good. Tell me about you. What's new with you, Carly? What is new? Um, Tell I me went to I Vegas <laughs> with my mom and sister and her husband and my cute and niece. And you see your niece. <laughs> and my mom's husband and my brother and his girlfriend who literally, this is so weird, but like. I love them. Like, it's just so fun. Like, it was so much fun. Even just, like, yes, everyone's irritable and we're waking up at 5 a.m. We literally woke up at 3.30 a.m. Because we had to, like, fly out and be at the airport at 5 one morning. And so it was just – and even though everybody's crabby and whatever, like, it was literally so much fun just to, like, hang out with, like, my siblings as adults. Like, we never get to do that. Uh And so even though there was, like – times where everyone's irritated we literally had so much fun it was so fun oh my gosh that's amazing yeah and we got an airbnb with the pool and the kids swam it was so nice there that they literally swam at like 7 a.m 
And then they were even swimming, like, randomly, sporadically all day. Mm-hmm. And then they were swimming at, like, 11 p.m. Oh, my gosh. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they were completely on vacation time. They did not care and about time. <laughs> yeah, they it was so well. Dude, we came back on Mother's Day. And we got back into town at, like, 12 because our plane flew in, like, to, to Bozeman two hours away. And so then they flew back. Or we drove back to here. And then... We literally all slept for five hours. Kids, really? me, Mike, all of us crashed. We slept. so Mother's Day was v low key. Like that's okay. we were that's literally the day. yeah. We just napped the whole day. It was amazing. Oh my gosh, that's great. What else happened? I've seen my um friend Chelsea. She's she's come up um literally best friend since senior year of high school. She's come up a ton. Oh good. We've got to h- hang out a bunch. I know you had been like, able to see her a lot. Yeah, we're just both so busy and she's working two jobs now, so it's oh. just been nice to like even though both of our lives are kind of chaotic right now and mental health things are happening, it's so nice to just see people you, you care about oh for oh, sure it's so nice we've been doing that and then guess what I did today what'd you do Grayson is going to kindergarten <laughs> this year and so today I had a parent it was like parents night for kindergarten oh my god no <laughs> yeah so I cried a lot so I couldn't put like it was on zoom because of covid and so they didn't let you come to the school and like look at the classrooms or whatever yeah but they did like a whole thing with the principal talking and then you watch all these videos and then you're like on with all the other parents and then you're doing all the things right and everybody's answering questions and whatever and I was just like had to have turn my camera off I just kept crying I was like how is this possible get like, ready girl like it's a whirlwind what is for the next going year. on yeah <laughs> so in two weeks um like orientation yeah his kindergarten screening yes and I am just like oh man it's the funnest thing you're gonna cry the whole time again they already gave school supplies which I was yeah. actually pretty excited about because I was like okay I can get this done pretty quickly like you're excited about school supplies for the first year and then it just becomes well I mean like that they gave shit. it such an advance yeah like it's like before August right. rather than like normally it's like literally two weeks before school and they give it to you and yeah. everybody's like running through Walmart <laughs> um but basically, they told us, like, he has to tie his shoes, which he hasn't gotten there yet. That's okay. He has that yeah. all summer. So we have to practice tying shoes, which he, we did get him a book about tying shoes for Christmas. He just has not touched it since. Um, So we need to work on that and, like, little things like that. And they were like, please be able to use the bathroom by yeah. themselves. And I was like, oh, she's a nut. Well, no. What? It, what? You were like, what? I was trying to make up new words so Dave doesn't yell at me, okay? <laughs> that one wasn't right. <laughs> I said, she's nut. I know, don't. That's not the right one, Carly. <laughs> like, maybe like, ah, shut. Ah, she's nut is not. Not the route we wanted to go there. Let's get into the this yes. week's topic. I'm excited. Okay, so this week. I'm excited too. <laughs> Let's talk. Fiery <laughs> is the word in the room. Mm. Okay, this week, ironically, we'd planned this like a month ago to talk about communication because most of season one, we just kind of like wung it <laughs> and went based off like what you guys is wanted. Wung it a word? Yeah, like you wing it. But it wung. wung. <laughs> I am not on my A game. <laughs> I promise I have a very good job. I am not illiterate. <laughs> Say it again. We just no want it. We were just out here winging it. Anyway, <laughs> um, so basically we didn't plan much. We just went based off of like how what we you guys, is, yeah, how we were feeling and like what you guys were like asking for and stuff like that. So this time, yes, we still want to know what you're asking for, and yes, we will incorporate yeah. it, but we have a little bit more of a plan. So we're gonna talk about communication this time. Okay, basically, we're going to go through a few things that we kind of put together about um, good things to help communication during co-parenting relationships. We're going to talk about things that have worked for us, things that haven't worked for us, um, things that we've struggled with, and things that, I mean, to be honest, you guys, we're not perfect, and our situation's not perfect by any means. And so, yes, we're out here telling you real life situations because real shiz is happening. What 
word could I have replaced shiz with? You could, right it, shiz was the, you did well there. Carly. Okay, so just shiz is fine. Shiz nuts is not fine. Right. <laughs> keep, oh, that, keep that up there for up next there. time. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel our co-parenting communication has evolved, has progressed? How do you, aside from the things that are said in messages, I mean, like, overall, the big picture, big picture communication, how do you think things have worked out? Well, um, okay, so I don't think that it's a secret to anyone listening or to anyone that knows me slash us that in the beginning of our co-parenting situation, I, our situation was very high conflict. And so all of our communication reflected that it was all very high conflict, like aggressive, um, just not in any way, shape, or form, um, like, agreeable or friendly or or anything like that. No. Um, as the years have gone on, mm-hmm. some of that has went away simply out of um, years pass, feelings go down a little bit. Yeah. It's not so heated. So just natural, that's just kind of the natural, like, and you just kind of, of become accustomed to how your dealings with the other parent goes. Yes. Um, I will say it kind of goes in ebbs and flows. There will be yeah. there will be months and months where things are decent. And I guess in my situation in particular, like when I say things are going decent, that really means that we're not communicating at all. Yeah, like there's nothing to really say. Um, and and then there are times. Um, I'm just going to be real open and honest. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're here to do. There are times like right now, um, where things are, are very high conflict and very high tension, at least from my perspective. Yeah. I'm super angry, anxious and angry and, and high, like stressed about how my current communication with my co-parents are going. Are you stressed or I guess. Is that coming from the communication in general or things that have been said specifically? I think it would be both. Yeah. I mean, um, there has definitely been things, I'm sure they would say the same thing. There have been things that have been said that just tip me over the edge so quickly that I can't, I see red and I'm just so upset. Fiery. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, but then, I mean, like right now we're dealing with um, writers visit to them this summer Mm -hmm. and we're dealing with some financial issues for writers all-star league Mm -hmm. um and so the communication just hasn't been great with both of those things um we're talking we're we're talking plenty but the talking that's happening is not going well it's not productive we're not getting anything productive out of it there's not anything positive out of it we're not solving anything um so that's where we're at in my current state. How yeah. how about you? How would you say your communication So I mean, I think communication now is tenfold to comparatively. Like if we compared it compared it to 5 years ago when I had a newborn and I was getting told so many terrible things and being harassed in certain ways in communication and just it was not good right um since then I'm not gonna say it stopped I'm gonna say it's a lot more limited Mm -hmm. so now we can sit and have a conversation and it be respectful between two adults. But it's that time when, I mean, I think everybody gets to a point where you're just done with the conversation oh, and yeah. you just say things that you not necessarily didn't mean, but that you wish you said a different way mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think him and I have both been in that position where, I mean, just last week I called him and apologized for being, hey, see you next Tuesday, (laughs) because I was not a kind person and responding to very unkind words. Am I allowed to disagree with you? Oh, and I don't Mm -hmm. think, 
we obviously aren't going to go into detail about what was said in that conversation, but, no. um, and this is just, this perfectly reflects the people that Carly and I are. Carly is more empathetic and more, like, kind-hearted and, oh my gosh, did I hurt the other person? And I'm like, no, you absolutely needed to say that, and you needed to say it how you said it. Um, yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, yes, I say things, and I will stand by the fact that I was serious and said what I meant, and, like, that was accurate in my feelings. Mm -hmm. Could I have been more gentle and kind in the way I said it? Sure. And I apologize for not choosing that in that moment. And I think that's what I think I have a lot. I don't think. I think I have a lot of respect for you. (laughs) I have a lot of respect for you in that you can, like, um, remove yourself from the situation and be like, okay, even though I'm being, I feel like I'm being attacked and I feel like I'm not being treated right, that doesn't mean that I have to treat them the same way. Whereas I am like no, you're being terrible to me. Like, you're going to get that I'm coming back right added. Back. Yeah. Right. Um, so I... Which, I mean, here's the thing. Definitely in that conversation, usually when Lindsay and I are um, having an issue, she'll be like, hey, I really want to say this. Is this appropriate in this context? Or I'll say, hey, I think this is a good response because I feel this way. Or she'll, and then she'll say, no, you're being kind of irrational or vice versa, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That was not the case in this one. That was not the case in this one. <laughs> like, we, things were said and everyone reacted on impulse. Very quickly, without. <laughs> like, without hesitation, mm-hmm. without rereading the message twice to make sure <laughs> there was no grammatical errors. <laughs> it was just... And then it got to the point of like 90% explosion. And then Karen came in and kind of like he no longer talked, which I mean, in communication, if we're going to talk about communication on this podcast today, that's so frustrating. I could not have been madder because if you're going to come in, he's going to come in and create this big mess and say these things. And then she's going to swoop in and try and save the day, quote unquote, and fix the problem. Yeah. No, you don't get to come in at the end and fix the things that that you think he did wrong. He needs to own up to the things or, he just said five minutes ago. Or, like, finish his thought. His, yeah, let's in, go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lindsay has lots of feelings about how this situation is. So, down. one thing that I have found before we get into like our advice part of this podcast instead of the uh, I don't know that people want our advice real talk <laughs> yeah instead of the real talk of like what kind of current situation we are in now and like how things have gone is I guess what I would say and take away from this is don't say things you need to think about what you say because if you're gonna say things and then say oh, well, I, I was just saying that as a joke or I was just trying to be funny about it. Or I was just, I think he was, I think I was just trying to be lighthearted. And it's like, listen, co-parenting, unless you're really, really good friends, which in that case, like more power to you. I praise you for being friends right now because we are not there, but There is not a point where if we're battling it out, you should be joking to me. Because whatever you say in this instant, I'm immediately, like, taking your verbatim seriously. Every word you say. And it's going to replay in my head. And I'm going to have 75 different responses by the time I go to bed. Mm -hmm. Because, listen, this is permanent. We're stuck in this. Like, co-parenting is the real deal, man. Like... You're in it. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to come back and say rude, hurtful, terrible, mean things, you better be not telling me five seconds later that you're just trying to be lighthearted and joking because it's not a joke. It's very serious. Right. 100%. And I don't know if anybody else has to deal with that or, like, 
that's been brought up, I would like to know because I feel like that's very individualized. I feel like I'm in so many mom groups and so many pages for stepmoms and so many pages for like co-parenting families of just trying to like understand different situations and like where we all fit into it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of that to where every single time there's a conflict, it's like, oh, I think he was just trying to like make a joke like or lighten the mood. Lighten the mood. Where, I don't care. Whereas in the sentence Quit doing the that. joke <laughs> was horrible. Was something terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I guess to that, that's where a lot of my frustration comes in because I feel like I've been told by them that they hate communicating with me because they, I'm always going to be this terrible, cold bitch. Yeah. Um, we can't say bitch. No. In okay. This <laughs> okay. We're, we're quoting somebody else. Yeah. So now Dave we can say bad words. Yes. Okay. Anyways. Um, Grayson so, comes in. Can I say that word? Can I say that no, word? Grayson, you, can <laughs> you already know that. Anyway, continue. Um, like I've been told that I am they they do not like interacting with me because I am this cold, terrible bitch that's always mean. And and it's taken me a while to get to the place where I've like it like I said, it, it took me a while to get to knowing or they're not wrong. I am always, I am, I feel like I am very, um, predictable in my demeanor and how I'm going to act and how I'm going to speak and how I'm going to talk to them because with them, it feels so hot and cold. One day I'm going to get a guy that's going to say terrible, terrible things. And then a a wife that's going to be like, Oh, he's just trying to, you know, ma, ma, ma. And then the next day I'm going to get a guy that's personable and decent to talk to and you know we can almost have a conversation where maybe we even chuckle and 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 so it's it's so hard for me to go in like how can I be expected to go in there and just be lighthearted and nice and kind and funny and and chill when a I don't know what I'm gonna get and b the day before you call you said terrible things yeah terrible things um and here's the thing We're not saying we don't say terrible things back because I think when you receive a terrible message or something super irritating, your first instinct is to say really mean things. And then you rein it back and you're like, okay, I'm going to say this. It doesn't mean it's not terrible still. And it doesn't mean it's not defensive or irritating. But I think our point to having a communication podcast episode is that we really want to be transparent and I guess give this thing of like, yes, we've had really good times of co-parenting and yes, we've had really good times of communication where we're both like, wow, that was really smooth. Mm -hmm. And then other times where it's just like, that was a 180 and we are, we're not expecting that at all, you know? And I'm 90% sure they feel the same way. Oh, 100%. But here's the thing. Everybody has to put in effort. And if you're coming in as the first person to talk in the conversation and you're not putting any effort in, where is that conversation going to go? You have to think about what you're going to say before you say it. And I feel like that's a very kindergarten thing to say. Yeah. But it's also very critical, especially in these situations where it's like, okay, you know what you want to say. What should you actually say? Right. <laughs> you know, many times, many times in co-parenting, those are very different things. Yes. Um, and I will be the first to admit mm-hmm. that, like, in especially in the beginning, I did not think about my response before I sent no. it. I just sent responses back that were just as hurtful, if not even more hurtful. Um, and that's something that I worked on for a really long time. By my dad's great words. Yeah. Sometimes the best response is no response. And that's yeah. honestly that's where that came from is because I didn't want to be the person that's always spitting hate. Like that's yeah. not who I am. It stresses me out. It I don't want to be that person. Right. Um, and so a lot of times that just meant for me not even responding. Right. Um, in our communication nowadays, I mean, the only time we communicate is when it's something that has to be solved. It's travel plans, it's important things that you know you have to communicate about and so and I think that like that kind of leads us into the next thing of like 
that's kind of caused issues with us. It's like money questions. Uh And here's the thing. You have to look at it from both angles in order to see a perspective, right? Uh For us, and for most moms in our situation, okay, so for us, and for most moms, I feel like we kind of get a bad rap for um, needing things. So... Kids are really expensive, and unless you're with that kid every single day, you don't know how expensive they are. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. You don't know a lot. And, like, the other week I spent $200 in baseball gear. I spent, I bought cleats and a baseball mitt and a baseball bat, and did I send that bill? No. Why? Because what is, like, is he going to send it to me? Probably not. Like, is it worth the fight? Probably not. Like, and should I have sent it? Sure. Should I have sent the dentist bill I dealt with this week? Sure. Here's the thing. I need to get better at demanding that because a lot of moms are in the same situation where Kids are really expensive, and you're ordered this child support. A lot of moms don't get the full child support. So you can say all of these things fall under child support. Okay, well, that doesn't go very far. A lot of moms are not in a situation where they get $1,000 a month for one kid. And it's very hard to cover all of these things because you're doing 90% and you expect someone to do that 10%, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so a lot of moms are in this boat where you're seen as the villain for asking the other parent, I guess some dads too, I don't want to just put this on moms, but you're raising this child and you're seen as the villain for asking for the fair help that the child deserves and that you need to help support the child. And I don't even want to say need because here's the thing. I could do this 100% on my own. hundred. I could say that today. I'll say that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll say that 10 years from now. Yeah. But if you're going to be in his life and you're going to want to be in this other, like, not just for my situation, but for any situation that goes, if you're in that kid's life, you're in 110%. And you don't just get to be there for the fun things. Right. You're in there for the financial costs, too. You're in there for the hard conversations, hard, hard, difficult things that happen. Mm -hmm. And if you're just in it for the fun stuff, like, I'm sorry, but. No. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. That's not being a parent. No, because parenting is 80% hard, 20% fun. Like, right. you don't get to be that short amount of joy. Oh, I think they call it a Disneyland dad. Uh. Um. Okay, so basically back to my point is a lot of moms are in this situation where they're villainized for asking for help. So then it's that thing of like, well, the baby mama's always asking for money. Well, here's the thing with that. Here's my opinion on it. And then you tell me what you think. Okay, my hand is still raised. I know. It may feel like the baby mama's always asking for money. But is that all the time you talk? Like, am I asking you how how your dinner was last night? Or how your freaking drive was to work this morning? Right. Or... How's it going in your guys' life? No, I don't care. It's none of my concern. I don't have to know any of those things. The only things I have to know are things about my kid, things I have to share with you, and how we're going to raise him. In that is money. So a lot of the times it may feel like baby mama's always asking for more money. Well, why else would she talk to you? Right. Like unless it's about the kid or raising the kid, there's no reason to communicate. 
Unless you're great friends and that's hunky-dory and good for you and more power to you because you're in a great situation. You probably don't have all the stress and anxiety I do. <laughs> but come on, you know, like. Well, yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. Speak. I, I have, speak, madam. I have two things to say. Yeah. So you're, yep, drink it up. <laughs> um, so I was married. Mm-hmm um for what four years and in that four years that I was married um I rarely ever I don't I cannot recall a time not to say it didn't happen but I cannot recall a time once where I asked for money outside of the allotted child support which just to be 100% transparent I have up until I have it's been very rare that I received the full amount I was awarded yeah um And, but while I was married, I never asked for it because it just, A, wasn't worth the fight. B, I had a second income helping, um, who was willing to help you raise your child. Who was willing to help me raise Ryder. And it just wasn't a thing. Fast forward. Now, you know, once again, here living that single mom life. Hashtag divorced. (sighs) Officially, guys. I'm officially divorced. Why didn't you announce that? Oh my gosh. Yes. As of, um, I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, beginning of May. Yeah, it's a rough couple days, but I am good. Like, I am excited. It was kind of perfect timing because Lindsay and I were like, oh, let's go out the weekend before Mother's Day and just have, like, a day of us where we just, like, good get guys, drunk, yeah. go have dinner at this super fancy restaurant. Dress we're going to dress up. Some boys. Lindsay I flirted didn't. with some boys. I'm Probably married. Tried to help Lindsay flirt with some boys. I tried to, like, encourage the flirting of Lindsay walking over to a couple of dudes. <laughs> Anyone that knows Lindsay knows that was never happening. And it was a backfire. Yeah. She would not get out of her seat. I even offered to go t- bring them over to her. <laughs> okay, because that's it- a good <laughs> woman. And it didn't happen. Anyway, it'll happen eventually. Carly did not flirt with some dudes. I love you, Michael. Okay. Michael, she really didn't. We can talk later if you need to. Um, Anyways, back yeah. to my point. Um, I am now living that single mom life. Yeah. And yet, so yeah. I am now in a position where it's funny you mentioned baseball stuff. Yeah. Because I did recently send a bill. Yeah. For baseball because this is all I'm only going to say the financial part of this, but there's a lot more that goes into this conversation that we can talk about at a later time um, because it has some good topics in it. But um, <laughs> when the dust settles, <laughs> like I said, the all star team was a super expensive decision. It is something his dad and I talked about and agreed on to support Ryder 100% in what he wanted to do. With that came a very pricey um, bill. Um, one that I, I guess I assumed, I don't, I did, I guess, I don't know. I Part did. of accepting and saying you're going to support a child 100%. Uh, when with this decision knowing that you just received the bill and the cost and all of those things all of it and then said all of if you were not comfortable paying the amount listed on the invoice and it wasn't two hundred dollars that's what i'm getting at if it was two hundred dollars and he was like dude i can't pay that that's fine yeah with the the registration alone was seven hundred and fifty dollars that's a lot of money for anyone let alone a single mom yeah. So yeah, I was like, man, help me out here. You said you you would, and then... um, and that doesn't even account into the three days of hotels in Missoula, the four days of hotels in Spokane. No, I'm not gonna nitpick it that much, but yeah, maybe pay half the registration fee. This is a huge deal to Ryder, and like I said, it is doing so much for this child. So I would have, I, I I will pay it a hundred times over if knowing what it's doing for him. Um, but the baby mama was always going to be asking for money was thrown out there on social media about me. And, and that's what it was regarding. And it really fired me up and it took, well, it took Carly talking me down many times to really try to minimize the situation. Um, (laughs) Because here's the thing. We can say what we want on our platform and that's fine. And she can say, and they can say whatever they want on their platform. And the truth is somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. because everyone has their own perspectives and that's a hundred percent fair. 
I think our point in all of this and Lindsay's point in sharing a very personal situation is that communication is really hard. And in that, you have to see the other person's situation and not just look into your situation as oh, I'm paying all this child support, or oh, I'm doing this, or oh, I'm doing this, and whatever. Yes. Both sides. You look at your situation, he looks at his situation, he looks at his situation, he looks at your situation. Everybody comes to an agreement. What could have been prevented is discussing financials prior, and I felt as an outsider in that disagreement And I just had the inside look based on we're all in a group chat all of the time. And all of this stuff happens in a group chat. Right. Because it's helped a lot of us. Yes. It's helped everyone maintain fluid conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that I felt as an outsider reading it that by you sending the information the dates of the situation, the cost of the situation, all in one message, that it was apparent and expected to pay half. Right. It should have been discussed prior, so then we, like, I say we as in I had any opinion. Oh, you're in it. So you signed him up, you paid the money, and then expected to get help and assistance in this huge thing because to be honest this is the first time riders ever played a competitive sport yes ever played anything that wasn't oh a 60 dollar right entrance fee to play like the ymca you know <laughs> like it was a huge deal for him and he was so excited and it was just it was just really hard so i think the point of our communication topic is just it came at a really interesting time and hopefully this doesn't come off too fiery but emotions are high and this is very real life. Right. Very, re- very real life. All of the time. So I guess that sharing my life story is a perfect segue into maybe the the going from telling some of our real life fails, which is mm-hmm. what most of this has been, yeah. into some of the ways we can maybe have give some successful advice. communication yeah. or give advice on what has been positive in our communication yeah um so we can wrap this up in a positive manner cool okay so one thing we thought was critical is always be professional like we've said this before in our in some previous podcasts in season one that you want to treat this like a business deal you want to and honestly our last conversations were not business like every single person was really heated Um, but you live and you learn. So be professional in the way you communicate and be consistent. Make sure it's about the kids and keep communication concise. Um, I think that, especially in my situation, I think that, um, keeping the communication as short and like you said, as professional as possible and really like rereading your messages before you send them to make sure it's truly about the kids and not about your needs or what furthers your agenda or their agenda or getting back at the other parent is super important. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that that would help my personal communication. And it's kind of interesting because like, as we're reading these, I'm like, wow, I could have said this different. Wow. I could have said this different, Mm -hmm. you know, because it makes you think like not everyone is not perfect. Like we can criticize other people as much until the sun sets, you know, but like, right. There's like, a million things your mind is just going well yeah I mean every single response in what we were just talking about like 100% there were things that were not centered about around writer it was solely directed to like jab at each other jab at yeah like so I I am not I do not we do not claim to be perfect okay yeah (laughs) okay don't fight in front of the kids I feel like we do pretty good at that yeah, now for sure. Yeah, yeah like mean, when when we are all fighting, like either Grayson is not there, not in the room, and we fight over text, so Grayson just doesn't really yeah, have any idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, when we were together, that's a different story. Okay, don't fight in front of the kids. 
Uh, so this goes right along with that. Don't put your children children in the middle. Um, I think that again, basically, we don't have that issue because all of our there was only one time that Grayson's been put in the middle, and it was like, tell your dad this. We'll tell your mom this. Oh, like yeah. that type of stuff. Where I was like. Oh, the second you bring me my kid, I'm going to punch you in the teeth. But then I saw my kid and I was like, okay, I'm just fine now. Um, But yeah. Yeah, so don't put your child in the middle. (laughs) Make the commitment to your kids and communicate regularly. So basically, actively involved in their lives. Like, as much as you can. I mean, Grayson's a freaking leech. Like, before we left today, I cuddled him for like 10 minutes before he went to bed and I was like... I love you so much. He's like, you're going to come right back and get in bed with me and cuddle me right before you go to, right after you get back from Lindsay's. Of course. But yes, active in their lives. Got it. Okay. So the next one is stay on topic. Um, Again, (laughs) why am I getting all of these? Shame, shame. (laughs) Ah, Um, I mean, just really, if if you're having a conversation, whether it be about finances (laughs) or about um, visitation, just really make sure that you stay on on that topic. It doesn't, it's so easy to deviate and like. Say a bunch of your concerns just, at once. Yeah. Right. And, and like, we're talking now, let's just lay it all on the table. Yeah. But at the same time, that can just kind of create more tension in my experience anyway. Yes. Um, so stay on topic. Okay. So. One thing I think is good is con like focus on what's happening right now and what's about to happen in the short future. Try very hard not to worry about the past because the past is the past and those things are in the past. And yes, those things are very important. But when communicating, you're not like, oh, well, you did this and you did this and you did this and you did this. It's like, Okay, and then now we're talking about the present thing. I mean, if it's relevant, I'm not saying, like, it doesn't matter. I think it's just – I think just mean, like, don't bring up your relationship. Don't bring up all that toxic nonsense. I don't understand why I'm getting all these. I feel like they're directed right at at you. (laughs) So um, our next little tip is to (laughs) be polite and civil. Be polite and civil, Lindsay. Um, which no, again, everybody in our situation needs to be polite. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but like I said, this is something that I've really worked on over the years because in the beginning I definitely was not at all. Um, it's taken a lot of counseling, a lot of like self soul searching. Um, and I'm, I have not perfected it, but I do try. Um, and I just, it's going to make every interaction easier if you can be polite and civil. You don't have to like the person. You don't have to be friendly with the person. You just have to be able to have an adult conversation, conversation with the yeah. person and be able to get to it and find a solution to your issue. Well said. <laughs> I feel like all of yours are like. <laughs> yeah, I know, Carly. I know. Okay, mine is make sure you're listening. <laughs> Half the time I don't listen, apparently. No, just kidding. Um, I mean, I've said this from day one. Like, try to look at it from the other person's perspective. Like, make sure you're trying to listen and not just trying to respond. And not just being defensive. And just clearly state out what you're trying to say. And alleviate stress. And then absorb what they're trying to say. Okay, counselor king. Listen, I start, you guys, that's a new thing I forgot to tell everyone. I started seeing, okay, I started seeing a therapist, and I really like her. Do you? Yes, I'm specifically going for some PTSD situations, but I really liked her, and she's given me so much advice, especially for, like, myself and for Grayson and we've worked on a lot of things I'm just very excited I'm so happy to hear that we all know how Lindsay thinks about go to therapy go to therapy um okay so number Number 10 10. always look for the compromise again Lindsay hasn't always been good about looking for the compromise but I will say that I am proud of myself in the last couple months that like there's been a couple situations in particular where I have not seen eye to eye with Ryder's dad. Okay. Okay. 
going back to a couple numbers ago, saying, like, being polite or whatever. Um, but anyways, in a roundabout way, I feel like I've compromised or offered compromises lately, which is something that I haven't always done. Um, and I really, I think I've just channeled my inner you in that, like, trying to see it from their perspective and be like, okay, like, what do they want? And why is this so hard for them to understand what I want? Yeah. And like, why are they having such a difficult time with what I'm wanting? Yeah. Um, I think that's also helped because you'll come to me and be like, guess what I said instead of, I wanted to say this, but then I said this. Did you see are how you nice proud? I was today? <laughs> Did you realize this? So it's just so funny. Yeah. Everybody's growing, Lindsay you guys. is growing as a human being, guys. <laughs> Everybody's thriving. Okay, before we jump off, I did want to give some interesting thoughts. Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. Okay. In communication, um, we can talk about this in a different episode because it does get into a lot. But basically, um, if you're really struggling in a high-conflict situation, I would recommend parallel parenting. Mm -hmm. So, basically, it's where you literally – the approach you take is literally – it just is parenting, but you have so many boundaries in place. And so you're basically focusing on each other, like your own household. And that's it. Like removing the focus from the other parent and how they're running their lives. And I think that's more so like high conflict. I mean, not so much our situation because it's not like a 50, 50 situation or anything like that. So it's kind of easier to, I mean, we do cope like parallel parent like they can parent however they want to at their house you know right but um so I really like that is a good tip so if you we can talk about that on a later episode but if you wanted to look into it it's called parallel parenting and if you think it'd be a good fit for you what oh never mind sorry reset your sentence so you think that'll be a good fit for you I highly recommend it. Just a quick Google search there's a ton of things online about parallel parenting and it will work for you um Before and then on, yeah. there is this um there's this account on Instagram that I follow mm-hmm. that's all about parallel parenting. Awesome. And I followed it a few months ago, quite a few months ago now, just because, you know, just trying to learn and all of that. You're stuff. trying to grow yourself, Lynn. Yeah. Um and I can't I'm trying to look for it right now and I can't find it. But I will say that even though we're not always in the highest conflict situation, a lot of the things that this account posts are super helpful to me and like just hearing someone else outside of our situation say these things Mm -hmm. has been really like therapeutic for me yeah Um, so I'll try and find it and maybe we'll just share it on our stories this week if I can find it yeah we'll share it on our stories and we can even put it in the episode notes oh good call okay okay we'll put it in the episode notes um also the last thing I wanted to say I'm not this is literally for it's like for narcissists, I'm not saying our situation is like that. I'm just giving advice in this situation. I just want to preface that. I'm not labeling anybody. Um, but it's called Gray Rock Method. And it's basically, I'll redo the definition. It's a way to deflect attention from you during interactions with the other parent. In this sense, it's talking about a narcissist. So I wouldn't take that into too serious like if you're not dealing with a narcissist but this does help in any conflict situation like I use this not in my co-parenting situation but if you're dealing with conflict in any situation um it's a narcissist is a master at control and manipulation and they know exactly what to do to push your buttons and get a reaction out of you which I don't think that's super um just narcissism (laughs) that knows how to do that I think any type of person knows how to manipulate a situation into right pissing another person off basically (laughs) and so um if you're in that type of situation I highly recommend the gray rock method Lindsay's really good at it and she didn't even know what it meant (laughs) until I said it and then she's like oh yeah oh yeah that's just me <laughs> so I was like, I okay, okay. Well, it's called something. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> well, basically, it's like how to respond and how to gray rock a situation that you're just that just doesn't need a response. So, like Lindsay has said, not every situation needs a response. 
but basically you can do like shrugging or nodding and just like not having that like just mm-hmm. one thing I like to do is take three seconds and breathe and just take a like swallow my like in my mouth just swallow your spit yeah I <laughs> guess that's what the word is like take your mouth and swallow your spit Harley why are you teaching us how to swallow your spit I'm just Everybody saying knows. so then you breathe <laughs> Shut up. so then you breathe and you're like it forces you to not speak for a second so then you don't have that first instinct response of whatever you give yourself a few seconds to think okay I'm just really stuck on the okay package. Lindsay <laughs> Okay, and then also, basically non-committal phrases like "uh huh," "yep," like basically what I've done this whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. Very short, brief, and direct responses and questions. So, nothing elaborate, nothing crazy. I need to work on that because I like to explain myself all the time. Yeah, you do. And, like, give context to what I'm trying to say. And I just need to be a little bit more direct. Yep. Probably in every aspect of my life. <laughs> Honestly, I, let, I like to talk as if you didn't know that. <laughs> um, and then ending or leaving interactions as quickly as, quickly as possible. So in, you're in and you're out. You're not willing to give the other person the opportunity to do anything or say anything or be inappropriate at all. Um, you can't here's the thing I always expected like oh co-parenting will be fine because I'm the mom of this child and I will be respected and it's like no 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 (laughs) yes that should be the case but not everyone views it as like oh you gave birth to my child I shall respect you no 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 and hold on I think that could come out wrong like I think I said it right (laughs) well no 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 Yes, you bird this child, so you deserve respect, but you also have to, like, earn that respect in the form of being a good mother. If you're a piece of shit Right, mom, right, right. No, right. you don't. Um, but like I am your a situation, good, yeah. you're a fucking amazing mom. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Maybe we should. Oh, oh, I thought you meant, like, jab, jab, RX. No. Sorry, Dave. Dad. <laughs> I was like... Maybe you should cut that out. That was that was that was telling Dad and Dave. Thanks, and Dave. Wait, you didn't say you're amazing. I did. Dave will tell me next time he thinks I'm an amazing mom. Yeah, he will. Okay. Should we wrap it up? Yes. I think we've talked forever. I gotta go make some cookies. Feel, this podcast feels like it went on forever. It did go on forever, but that's because we had a lot to say. Okay, so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. You can reach us at Made to Relate Podcast on Instagram and Made to Relate Podcast on TikTok. We need to make a TikTok. I'm sorry. We were just so busy over our short break, and we will get on it. Even if we just videotape writers' baseball games, we will make TikToks. Somehow I've gotten out of this. You guys, on our Instagram. You need to go tell Lindsay on every picture that you want her to do a TikTok. Yeah, it's going to be so good. She's literally the cutest human. You, should, you just have to force her to do things, and then she will. <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.